This is a Vault Studios production. I'm Reed Redmond. I'm Will Johnson. The show contains graphic material and is meant for mature audiences. This week on True Crime Chronicles. Outside the apartment, a shopping list inside Heidi's car, including an item like a Christmas stocking for Margot and small socks for her and a baby sponge for a bath. It's possible that, that Heidi and Margot have left on their own accord. Uh, it's also possible that there may be something nefarious or foul play involved. And to be honest, we don't know the answer to that question. They said even them, they themselves were going out in areas around her apartment looking and hoping and, and trying to do some detective work of their own. We love her. And wherever she's at now, we need her to come home. Her and Margot. Good afternoon. Uh, thank you all for coming out for an update. I appreciate your patience uh, in waiting for this briefing today. Uh, On December 20th, 2019, we'll police in Austin, Texas, today. held a press conference to give an update on a missing mother and daughter. I want to identify at the beginning of this press conference that we will go against our standard practice of taking questions at the end of this press conference because this is still a very active and ongoing investigation. The night before, Law enforcement had swarmed a residence in Houston as neighbors tried to piece together what was going on. When we found out the Texas Rangers were involved, that got a little more important then. But uh, <clears throat> I, I, I didn't know what to think. You know, like I said, we were guessing all kinds of things that were going on. And I thought when I got up this morning, it'd all be gone. At this press conference, police were about to reveal what they discovered at that home. It is heartbreaking circumstances that bring us here today. Uh, as you all are well aware that there has been a lot that has developed uh, in the overnight hours. From all accounts, Heidi Broussard was a happy, loving person. Bryce Newberry covered this case for years with local news station KVU in Austin. And, you know, her family always described her as someone who was positive, someone whose smile just lit up the room. And you can kind of see that in, in photos that we saw of her. 33-year-old Heidi Broussard lived in Austin with her son, stepdaughter, and her fiancé. Shane Carey. Heidi has great friends. She is the most awesome person in the world. Uh, loving mom. She supports everything everybody does. She could have like four dollars in the bank account and just and still want to give. So she's a great person. In early 2019, Heidi became pregnant and in the fall gave birth to a baby girl. She gave birth to Margot just at the end of November 2019 in the couple of weeks before she went missing. Baby Margot was born on November 26, 2019. A little over two weeks later, on December 12th, Heidi and the baby would seemingly disappear. So the last time that Heidi was seen was on a Thursday morning when she was dropping her son off at school. And... The next day, the police department in Austin put out a missing person 
alert for Heidi as well as her two-week-old baby, Margo. Morning. Police are searching for a missing mother and child here in Austin. Police say Heidi Bruce I was on my way to work when it happened, called the police department, and, and the police department really didn't have a lot to say at the time. They had just learned, of course, that she was missing, and they had a few photos, and then they also had a photo of her from when she was last seen, which was, again, the morning before on Thursday. So at the time, it really was kind of bizarre. And so we went to the South Austin apartment complex where police said that she lived. And there was definitely a good bit of police activity going on there. Um, I remember a helicopter hovering over the scene. And it really was already starting to gain some traction online. People were starting to post, starting to question, starting to worry. And a lot of people, you know, started sharing thoughts or ideas about what could have possibly happened to her and Margot. Well, Austin police are searching for a mother and her two-week-old child. Police say Heidi Broussard and her newborn, Margaret Carey, uh, were last seen yesterday morning dropping off a child at Cowan Elementary School in South Austin around 7.30 a.m. Investigators believe they returned home near West William Cannon and South First Street, but have not been seen or heard from since. Heidi is five foot three inches tall. She weighs 150 pounds and has long dark hair with highlights. Baby Margot is just two weeks old. She's seven pounds, seven ounces. If you've seen either of them, please call police. Austin police believed Heidi returned home with baby Margot that Thursday morning. But when Heidi's fiance Shane got home that day, both Heidi and the baby were gone. Outside the apartment, a shopping list inside Heidi's car, including an item like a Christmas stocking for Margot and small socks for her and a baby sponge for a bath. Heidi's fiance Shane spoke with KVU over the phone that Friday and went on Good Morning America that Saturday, pleading for the public's help in finding his fiance and child. Tonight, another plea from the father of a missing baby and his fiance, please bring them home. Home safe or put her somewhere safe. Uh, her and the baby, just feed the baby. She's only three weeks old. So just find a way. You're, she won't be in trouble and just drop her off. She has a beautiful family. Shane Carey says the last time he spoke to Broussard on Thursday, she told him she had just bought these three books at their son's school at the book fair. Broussard's purse and the baby's bag were still at the apartment when he got home from work. She never picked up their son from school. Carey says the only thing missing now is her phone, and it's been turned off since Thursday. So far, Austin police have remained tight-lipped about their investigation. Heidi's parents, Tammy and David Broussard, soon came to Austin to help with the search efforts. They traveled here to Austin from Lake Charles, Louisiana. And they were here throughout the weekend after she disappeared. And they were just hoping and praying that there were some clues to what happened to Heidi. They said even them, they themselves were going out in areas around her apartment looking and hoping and and trying to do some detective work of their own. We miss all of them very much. A tearful plea. All we need right now is for Heidi to come home. From David and Tammy Broussard. She's our only daughter, and um, she's just 
which is almost, you could just say, almost magical. Their daughter, Heidi Broussard, and granddaughter, Margot Carey, have not been seen since December 12th. We don't, we don't believe in anything else but Heidi coming home. And all of her friends believe the same thing, too, and all of the family. The same family that grew just three weeks ago. I was here when the baby was born on 26, but we just had a good time with the babies. A baby they hope to hold again soon. We love her, and wherever she's at now, we need her to come home, her and Margot. I'll reiterate their, their descriptions. Heidi is a 30 Three-year-old white female, she stands five foot three, 150 pounds. She has dark hair with highlights in it. And Margot is now a three-week-old child. Her last doctor's appointment, she was seven pounds, seven ounces, and 22 inches long. On December 17th, five days after Heidi and baby Margot were last seen, Austin police held its first press conference regarding the missing mother and daughter. Heidi and Margot were last seen on Thursday, December 12th, here in Austin, Texas. Uh, it's believed that Heidi and Margot's last known location was at their apartment complex in the area of William Cannon and South First, and we believe them to be there sometime the morning of that Thursday, December 12th. Uh, Heidi and Margot reported missing to us, the Austin Police Department, at approximately 7.30 that night on Thursday. Patrol went to the scene, conducted an initial investigation, and contacted detectives with the Austin Police Department. Since that moment, we've been working this case continually. We have uh, asked for the help of the FBI. The FBI is sending in the CARD team, that's the Child Abduction Response Deployment Team, here to Austin to assist with this investigation and with this search uh, for Heidi and for Margot. The police department said that the FBI's Child Abduction Response Deployment Team was joining the search, as well as other state and local agencies. So uh, when the FBI got involved, and we were at that press conference on Tuesday. You know, I think that's when this case really started to pick up even more attention. I want to thank the community for tips that we've received in this case. We've received numerous tips um, from all different mediums and all different uh, sources. We ask that those tips that are made be reported to the Austin Police Department. We've seen a lot of tips that are posted online, and with those tips, we may not find them. We're aware of a lot of, a lot of Facebook pages, a lot of um, online channels where people are posting comments that may be relevant to our investigation. We ask that you also share those with the Austin Police Department. Curious people had started Facebook groups, and in the Facebook groups, people from all over, all over the country, all over the world, kind of started sharing messages of hope for Heidi and Margot, but also a lot of just conspiracies about what could have happened. At the end of the press conference, police fielded questions from reporters, starting with a question about any possible suspects or persons of interest in the case. This case is unique in that we don't have a person of interest right now. We're exploring every avenue that we have and every possibility. And to be perfectly honest, anything is possible at this point. We're working down every angle to try and exclude possibilities and narrow that down to locate Margot and Heidi, and that's why we need the public's help. And if you see Margot or Heidi or have any information about their um, whereabouts, please contact the Austin Police Department. And Detective, do you think that they have, uh, that Heidi left on her own? It's possible that, that Heidi and Margot have left on their own accord. 
Um, it's also possible that there may be something nefarious or foul play involved. And to be honest, we don't know the answer to that question. And that's what we're continuing to work on as we speak right now. The possibility that Heidi could have left on her own would be why child abduction response teams would be involved. The introduction of the FBI to the investigation is to help us. And the acronyms and, and titles that they use for specialized units are not an implication of the direction or um, or thoughts of this investigation. We're asking for any help that we can get, and the FBI is being uh, very gracious in helping us out with, with that specialized unit. You named several agencies that are helping you with these search efforts, but there hasn't been a visual boots on the ground that we've been able to see. Is there a certain area that you guys are looking into? Is there not an area? I guess where are those boots on the ground efforts to find her happening? So ever since Thursday night, there have been officers on scene uh, at their last known locations at areas that would make sense for them to have been at doing video canvases, knocking on doors, talking to neighbors, and doing anything we can do to try and find the current state, current position, um, or current location of Heidi and, and Margo. And it's been um, it's been five days now. Um, are, you, are you any closer to finding out what happened to her or finding her location? Uh, and what, if anything, have you been able to do to push the needle forward? Have you recovered any new video um, that may be out there? So we haven't released, and, and to be honest with you, it's an ongoing investigation. We will not release all the information on what we're doing right now. But I can assure you that continual investigations, whether that be video canvas, speaking to neighbors, family, friends, coworkers, past coworkers, uh, anything along those lines, as well as forensic searches uh, of their digital footprint and any electronic devices are all being continually evaluated and, and investigated by us. You say that you're still searching for her. Do you still assume that she is alive at this point with, with the baby as well? At this time, we have no reason to believe that Marty, uh, that Margot nor Heidi are, are harmed. Um, we are still looking for them in a, uh, in a search and recovery manner uh, with them being alive. Our assumption is that they're alive and uh, the sooner that we can find them, the better. That's why, again, we ask for the community's assistance, for the public's assistance. And if you see either of them or have any information related to Margot or Heidi and their whereabouts or the circumstances surrounding their past five days, we ask that you contact the Austin Police Department. Two days after that first press conference, on December 19th, Bryce Newberry would get wind of a possible development in the case. It was um, exactly one week later, so she was last seen on Thursday, December 12th, and then it was uh, Thursday, December 19th, when... Live on their late news, outside of the home, where a huge law enforcement presence had just zeroed in. They surrounded this home in Northwest Harris County. And so it was around 2.30, was it, when authorities from here, Austin police, went to Houston and they were searching that home for several hours, right? It was early in the afternoon. That's right. And, and you can imagine that to uh, enter a home like that, you can't just obviously go into someone's home. So then that would have taken some time to get a search warrant, to have that signed by a judge before they could actually enter the home and begin processing the scene. But it was the public nature of that search that sort of caused uh, attention in Houston, as you can imagine, once you see an army of law enforcement, you know, outside your neighbor's home. And so that is what really, um, 
you know, caused a lot of attention, new attention to be put on this case in the overnight hours. Throughout the night of December 19th, it would remain unclear what brought investigators out to this home in Houston. But the next day, law enforcement would hold a press conference sharing why they were there. This all began back on December 12th when 33-year-old Heidi Broussard and infant daughter, two-week-old baby Margot Casey were last seen uh, as they dropped off their sibling and their uh, son at school, and we have been investigating their disappearance since that time. On Tuesday, APD Detective Harries gave a very thorough briefing to the media on what had been developed at that point through the investigation, and there's a lot that has happened since that time, most notably the events that took place out in the Houston and Harris County area overnight and into the early morning hours today. Detective Harries will give you a briefing here momentarily, updating the specifics of what took place. But what we will confirm at this point is that we did recover an infant female child that we do believe at this time is Margot. However, we are awaiting the results of DNA testing to confirm that identity, and that testing may take us between 48 and 72 hours to get that confirmation. Also found at the home was a body. Additionally, we recovered the body of an adult female. We do believe that this is Ms. Broussard. However, again, we are awaiting the results of the autopsy to confirm her identity. Without giving a name, then Austin Police Chief Brian Manley also reveals that an arrest has been made. We do have one person that has been arrested and charged. The charges that have been filed at this point are two charges of kidnapping and one charge of tampering with a corpse. We are not confirming the identity of the suspect at this time. Uh, I do understand that there are pictures being circulated and names being circulated in the media. However, we're not going to confirm, again, to protect the integrity of this ongoing investigation. There may be additional charges that are filed in this case as the investigation uh, carries on, and uh, that will be determined as we develop more information and uh, uncover more evidence. The mic is then turned over to Austin Police Detective Brad Harries, who shares more information about the search for Heidi and Margot and about the investigation up to this point. We utilize various resources and legal processes in the attempt to locate Heidi and Margot. This has been an ongoing process with numerous warrants that have been uh, been approved and executed in the search for them. We have spoken with family, with friends, with coworkers, with neighbors. We have canvassed the areas uh, that we know them to have been in. We have done video canvases of any areas that we have believed them to have been in. Uh, we conducted video surveillance in association with Um, some of our federal and statewide partners. We have uh, done extensive video collection, online and social media research, uh, interviews, phone calls, uh, and these investigations have gone across Texas and gone across uh, out state lines. NCMEC, one of our partners, released a nationwide flyer with images depicting Margot and Heidi. Uh, As we progress through this investigation, local, state, and federal partners followed tips and leads that were provided by the public. We received numerous uh, calls to our tip lines, notifications online uh, of various tips of people who thought they had seen Heidi or Margot, had information related to their location, and those tips were vetted and explored and investigated fully. It's one of those tips, according to Harry's, that led investigators to the Houston area. As the week progressed, this current week, a lead was generated that 
um, created a location of interest in the Houston area in Harris County. Um, federal, state, and local resources deployed to that area of Harris County and began to investigate a residence there. Ultimately, those investigators encountered an individual outside of that resident uh, who was detained on Thursday, December 19th, 2019. As the evening progressed, a search warrant was issued for property on uh, at that residence, both vehicles and the residence. Those search warrants were signed and were carried out by the Austin Police Department, uh, Department of Public Safety, and, and with assistance from the Federal Bureau of Investigation as we conducted those uh, searches. During that search, we located a baby who is currently safe, currently healthy, who is currently in the care of Child Protective Services. Um, that child's visual appearance is consistent with that of baby Margot. As the search continued, officers located a deceased adult female on the property. And as Chief Manley said earlier, uh, early indications would lead us to believe that that is Heidi. Later that same day, a medical examiner would confirm that the body found on the property was Heidi Broussard. Well, Terry, we just learned a few minutes that the cause of death for Heidi Broussard was determined to be strangulation. Today, police walked us through... And reporters would soon be able to confirm the identity of the individual who'd been arrested at the home, a 33-year-old woman named Megan Firamuska. Megan Firamuska? This morning, Firamuska appeared before a Harris County judge on several traffic tickets that they booked her on overnight. As you can see in this video, she kept her head down for most of that court appearance. And we are told that Firamuska is still in custody here in Harris County tonight, but she is expected to be transported back to Austin sometime today or tomorrow. The name Megan Firamuska hadn't come up in any prior news reports or press conferences, but it was a name that would have been familiar to Heidi Broussard. The woman who police believe may be responsible is a close friend of Broussard. This is a picture from Broussard's Facebook page of her and Megan Fiera Close friends tell us they met more than two decades ago at a church camp. Now Fiera is charged in connection with her friend's disappearance and death. For True Crime Chronicles, I'm Will Johnson here with Reed Redmond to chat about this case a little bit. I know we're going to hear more of this next week, but Reed, I wanted to ask you early on in this episode, we heard an emotional plea from Heidi Broussard's fiance, Shane Carey. What else can you tell us about him? Right. Well, we heard a couple of times Bryce Newberry referenced all of the, the online chatter and conspiracy theories, as he called them, floating around about this case. A lot of that was focused on Shane. Of course, in any case, when somebody goes missing, investigators are going to look at their spouse or significant other. But we never heard anything from investigators in this case to suggest that Shane was ever being looked at as a suspect. They even mentioned at one point they didn't have any persons of interest. And so after this arrest was made, KVU and Austin reported that investigators told them they didn't have any evidence that Shane Carey was involved. And he's since been cleared of any suspicion related to Heidi's disappearance or death. Read next week. We'll hear part two of this story and we'll learn more about Megan Firmusca. But is there anything else you can tell us about her relationship to Heidi Broussard and how the two knew each other? Yeah, that's something that the Verify team at Tegna looked into right after this arrest was announced. Here's what they found. This story has so many people talking online and a lot of information is being shared. So we're trying to verify what's true and what's not. 
There's lots of discussion over how long Heidi Broussard and Megan Fiermuska have known each other. Some online say more than 20 years. We can verify from friends who tell us the two met at church camp when they were 11. And Megan was even present at the birth of Heidi's daughter a month ago. Friends confirm this is a photo of Heidi and Megan together posted in 2013. Voter registration records show Fiermuska's former last name was Humphrey. And back in 2013, Heidi tagged Megan Humphrey in several Facebook posts calling her her bestie. The two were tagged eating together at Longhorn Steakhouse here in Houston. Going to the Houston Bridal Show together, Heidi even tags Megan Humphrey in April of 2013, saying the two were picking out baby shower invites together. This just a few months before Heidi's son was born that year. So we can verify this is true. The two were childhood friends. Reed, do we have any other information on what led investigators to the home where Megan Firamuska was living? Yeah, we do. So Bryce Newberry told me investigators had collected a lot of forensic data, including cell phone location data and surveillance video from outside Heidi's apartment complex that showed a car that resembled Megan Firamuska's car driving at the complex the morning Heidi and Margot went missing. They also found that Megan Firamuska had done internet searches on Amber Alerts in Austin. She'd searched for, quote, bodies found in Austin, Texas at one point. Investigators say she also Googled Heidi Broussard's name at least 162 times in the weeks before she was arrested. And then the tip that we heard about in this episode, it turns out that came from somebody who told investigators that she saw a woman and baby get picked up right around the time Heidi and Margot went missing. And when that witness was shown a photo lineup, she said that she was 60 to 70% sure the person in the front of that vehicle was Megan Firamuska. So it was a combination of a whole bunch of different clues that led investigators to start zeroing in on that property in Houston where they ended up finding Heidi's body. And next week, we'll be digging a little bit more into how that day played out exactly. All right, Reed, thanks for bringing us the story this week. And of course, you'll be back next week with part two. Our thanks to reporter Bryce Newberry for all his help on this episode and of course, next week's episode as well. For True Crime Chronicles along with Reed Redmond, I'm Will Johnson. Will Johnson. 